All right, welcome to Kill You With Truth, and uh, we have a special guest. Now, this is his second time. Now, first, I got to say hi to Johnny Love. Johnny Love, how are you, buddy? Just want to make sure Johnny's included here. Johnny? There's I'm Johnny. Good. How are you? There's Johnny in a pumpkin outfit there, Moj. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. really attractive, Johnny. Nice job. Thank you. Yeah. I try. It's our guy, uh, Mark Mosier, and I wasn't going to bug you or anything, Moj, because, you know, I just do my thing. You do your thing. I assume you're busy, blah, 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 blah. But Dude, I, saw... I have the day off. This is okay. Like, this is the, the abs are in, in Minnesota tonight, and it's a national TV game. So I have the day off. I slept in till like, I don't know, 730. It was awesome. Uh, it's unbelievable. It's like it felt it felt like uh, like secular Christmas. <laughs> I tried to oh my God! You're inside s- dope on the discussion you were having before. You uh, are before so freaking fun. Mark Mosier is one of the funniest <laughs> bastards. Oh my God! All right, dude. Well, one of the reasons, first of all, it's always great to talk with you because you're the best. And the other one is, uh, we can get to the abs a little bit here. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, but I saw you go off on Popovich, and you said, I wish I had my radio show so I could go. I said, well, okay. I mean, you know, we're both off from uh, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5 today. Both off. Uh, but we, I'm doing this. So I was like, well, I'll just hit up Moj. Sounds good. All right. And, and we, we all know Popovich just screamed at the uh, home crowd there the other night. And uh, go ahead, man. What, what, what do you think? Have you ever in your entire sporting career, and you've been around a long time like I have, a long freaking time in this game, have you ever seen your hometown coach or your hometown player chastise the crowd, 18,000 people at once, chastise them for being a fan of their team? The only thing I've ever seen and there is a little bit of a history if fans are throwing things onto the field or the court. Of course, of they're... course. Hey, listen, stop throwing snowballs or batteries, or especially in a basketball game, don't throw stuff on the floor. Let's have a little class, right? Have you ever, though, have you ever seen no. a fan base chastised for no. just being fans ever in your entire life? So Kawhi Leonard's at the free throw line, and obviously they won a championship with Kawhi, and he's got a relationship with him and the whole thing. And I don't know, maybe he's trying to recruit Kawhi to come back. I, I have no idea. But I have I have never seen it. I don't think the fans were doing anything, you know, unusual. I mean, that happens to visiting athletes who were once part of a fan base, part of a team. It happens all the time, Moj. I mean, it's kind of just the rights of being a pro athlete. Can you ever imagine anybody – with the Denver Nuggets, <clears throat> when Carmelo Anthony would yeah. be at the free throw line, saying, this is not, stop booing. This is not who we are. Let's go show some class and respect. I, I mean, not a chance. Even if, I, let's let's say, and Michael Malone never coached Melo, but he's been around here a long time, right? Yeah, yeah. But let's say they had, again, a, a personal relationship together. Well, he, well, use Will Barton. Use Will Barton. Okay, Will, Will Barton. But, but, it's, it's, but Will's not going to get booed because... Will didn't ask out, you know, Will didn't, when you look right, at you're, Kawhi, you're, you're going to the Carmel. way that Kawhi has thrown that franchise, it's unbelievable. Yeah. It's just okay. different circumstances. I'm talking about people who forced their way out. Okay. Carmel, Can you imagine Carmel. Jared Bednar ever getting on the microphone oh. and saying, do not boo Matt Duchesne or Ryan O'Reilly? Don't do, I mean, can you, 
it 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 would that is the that is the you you just like I don't care how long you've been around. Oh. I don't care how many how many championships you've delivered. Oh. When you cross that line, you're you're so arrogant to chastise your own fan base for being fans oh. and expressing their emotions about a guy who honestly, if you go back and look at it, Kawhi held them over a barrel to force that trade, and they sent him to <laughs> Toronto. Now he won another championship. That's good. But I don't care. You you simply can't do that. It's it to me. It's unfathomable. And listen, if the fans were being foul, if they were being, you know, like you said, they were throwing things, they were yeah. doing anything that's outside of normal fandom, right? right and and I mean, right. hurling, you know, horrible insults and th- this. That's one thing. You know what they were doing? Boo! He's at the free throw line. Trying <laughs> to beat your freaking team, and they're going boo! Don't boo! I mean, I. I the amount of arrogance that uh, must be inside that man to chastise his own fan base is beyond me. I can't – I just – D, can you even comp- comprehend that? I, I, I was stunned when I saw it, I think. And uh, listen, man, if you want to just say the guy's a legendary coach and um, sure. But I'll, I'll tell you this, man. I wouldn't want to cover a coach that treats people like that or treats the media like Belichick and Popovich. And I know everybody says, oh, no, they're really nice behind the scenes and all that. Screw that. I mean, you know, to, to go on the whims. And then his post-game press conference, he was like, yeah, you poked the bear. Don't poke the bear. And it was like, and the reporter, rightfully so, is like, well, what are you talking about? Like, I, I said what I said. I said it in English. Don't poke the bear. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. Who's, Which bear, who's the bear? Is Kawhi the bear or is... Or is he the bear? Is uh, uh, what 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 bear are we talking about here? You know, listen. He acts like I, I look. I respect Pop for what he's done. I respect him for the championships he's won. I mean, he's he's an all time legendary coach in this game. Don't get me wrong, but he acts like he owns the team. He no, acts like ridiculous. I mean, he he acts like he's the even an owner <laughs> would never do that to his own fan base. I mean, I don't know why you would do that. Listen, you may have a personal relationship with Kawhi, and I'm sure that he does. Mm-hmm. Maybe those two were those two were tight back in the day. Kawhi wanted out, you know, after after the championship in 2014. So that's where the fans come from, right? They're like, well, you you know, we weren't good enough for you, and you, you know, you you sort of held us over a barrel. Can you imagine? No, somebody in New Orleans. Whoever it is, you know, don't boo Anthony Davis when he's at the foul line. This is not a class. I, I, I can't, I can't even begin to understand why he would do that. What goes on in his head to where he thinks this is a good idea to go grab the PA mic or give me that mic right. and chastise 18,000 people who are filling up his place on Thanksgiving week. I can't, I can't understand it. All right, well said, Moj. And I understand poke the bear means something completely different in your household. So it's um <laughs> Honey <laughs> D-Mac is making fun. Never mind. Yeah. All right, Moj. I love you, buddy. Av's in Minnesota tonight, and you're yep. not on the game. I'm so. gonna watch it like a like a fan, and uh and that's cool. I mean, you know, yep. in, in the hockey biz, here's what the here's what the hockey biz cares about. It cares about Christmas, and that's cool. You get yeah. three days off of Christmas. Now, I don't know if that's ever going to change, but that's in the that's in the CBA. The league shuts down. That's wild. For three days. Okay. Uh, cool. The twenty. The twenty. Uh, the uh, sorry. The 
24th, 25th, and 26th are all off. So we have a game on the 27th. We'll actually fly the morning of the game to go down to Arizona. Oh, the wow. league shuts down, so but it's a freeze. So if players are up with the parent club, they cannot be sent down to the to the to the minors, mm. and guys cannot be called up, and they want to do that so that they can spend those days with their family and not have to worry about going up and down wow. and all that logistics. And then and then the league gets back to business. It may change because, you know, I mean, Christmas Day now, it's it's become huge. The Nuggets, the, the champs are always playing on Christmas Day. But as far as the NHL is concerned, that's the only day. So otherwise, you know, New Year's Eve, Thanksgiving, n- you know, none of that uh, plays out. So the team was in Minnesota for Thanksgiving. And I usually miss Thanksgiving one way or another. Not this year, so it was pretty cool to be home. The um, the Wilds are kind of struggling. The Avs are actually, you know, it's funny, Moj. I'm looking at the Avs record. I'm like, damn, the Avs are doing all right. You know, I think they're like 12 and six, something like that. It just has been this kind of like when they're not doing all right, they're little, doing little terrible. Porpoise. Little porpoise yeah. Factor. yeah. Well, but if you look at it, and, and I don't care how these wins came. But if it wasn't for that, again, the final 40 seconds in Nashville, oh. I'm going to say it again, D, that that the Preds, I can live with the with the tie. I mean, they, they had a six-on-five. You couldn't sure. clear the zone. Happens. You had it on your stick. You were gassed. Yeah. Yeah. They were they were buzzing like crazy. Yeah. But if it wasn't for the one-in-one-million bounce, and that's what it was, let's call it, the Avs would have won five in a row going for six in a row tonight in Minnesota, which is very gettable. And then – home tomorrow night against Calgary and the flames also play tonight. So they're in the back to back. So nobody's going to have an advantage. You'd be looking at, at six wins in a row. If you can win tonight in, in St. Paul, and then maybe seven in a row, if you can get Calgary tomorrow night. So that's stringing something together. Either way you win tonight, you win tomorrow night. That'll be six out of seven outside of a crazy weird bounce. Now they may not be playing their best hockey every period and throwing together, you know, 60 awesome minutes, but they're doing enough to win on most nights, so that's that's good. And, again, it's a long, long season, man. We're not even at the quarter pole yet. Hey, what do you think, um, you know, Kadri will be coming back for the second time? Yeah. A um, little bit different that he's coming back this this time, although it's still cool, but a little bit different, right? Yeah, I, I think once, those, once you get through those butterflies, once you get through those, you know, the emotion of it all, like Ryan Johansson, the next time he goes back to Nashville right. in March, he's going to be fine. I mean, he's going to be – it'll be a lot different, you know, but it's that first time that's always the big one. But the fan base still loves Nas Kadri. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they, again, it's a completely different situation than like, let's say, trying to force your way out. They, they simply didn't have the money, you know, and, and I don't blame him at all for going and getting all he could on the open market. Yeah. Calgary gave him, Calgary gave him plenty of bread, D-Mac, and, and he had to take it. At this point in his career, when you're north of 30 and somebody's offering you seven per, mm. you, you take that money. Um, he's, I, I, as far as I'm concerned, Nas Kadri will always have a beloved place in avalanche history i mean that the hat trick and everything he had to go through against you know the the blues a couple of years ago it was it was a, a big moment for him and a big moment for this team hey do you want to hang in there and just do my i was gonna do a broncos thing you want to just chill it's gonna sure. take a minute all I right John, all right all right johnny and uh and my guy johnny love is the best but uh, i was over at the broncos yesterday uh let me give you an update with pj lock and then tell you some i saw i saw him talking to the media i mean I know, I know it's a, it's an ankle, right? So he, but he looks good. Yeah. I mean, he looked, he, um, what do you think? Well, Johnny, can we play, I'll play you the sound I have of PJ lock and then I'll tell you. So go ahead. This is lock um, in the locker room, the PJ locker room from yesterday. Let's see if we can do this. Hold on. It's about to happen. All right. Thanks Johnny. Sounds great. Appreciate <laughs> it very much. 
Uh, I mean, he, he sounded great to me. I don't know about you. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Give my guy Johnny hold a on, shot. It's, it's uploading. It's uploading. It's all right, all right. All right, so, so. Yeah, it, feel, it feel pretty good. I feel like I made some strides, um, especially from last week, from yesterday to today. It was uh, some big strides. So, um, you know, like I said, it's, just, it's a work in progress. Just a work in progress. So hopefully I can go Sunday, but we'll see. What, it was a friendly fire type thing? or. All right, so that that's uh, that's what we were waiting for. First of all, can you believe we still do this? The whole piling on top of each other, Moj. I know. So, well, can, can you believe we still do this crap in, in this day and age? But that's how we grew up, man. There's, there's oh. a certain there's a certain amount of of I don't know what's the word I'm looking for. A certain amount of uh, nostalgia that's built in, like shoving microphones over people's face and all that kind of thing. I balance is something on top of Andrew Mason's head. Thank God he's yeah. short. We're all like. Yeah. Like, I, I feel it's, it feels ridiculous. Anyways, the sentiment there, that's a guy who obviously is not 100%. That's a guy who is having everything thrust on him because of Kareem Jackson's situation. And he's trying. And he was out there, but it wasn't like he wasn't going through things. At least he wasn't off to the side field. Okay. Right, so, right. so, so there is a chance, but this is way earlier then he was expecting to come back with this ankle thing. It really should have been about three weeks. This is about a week and a half or so. So I'm not saying he can't or he won't play these guys at Warriors, Moj. I mean, they they always give it a shot. Yeah. But it's not a it's not an ideal situation. No, it's particular. not. It, it, it really isn't. Uh, are you going to have to go with the rookie? I mean, what are you going to do back there? That's Justin. That's are you going to have to you know, throw help out? Are you going to just go maybe full nickel package all the time? I don't know. But but the, the way I look at it is that if you're going to to suffer at the safety spot, and I don't, we won't get into Kareem anymore. We'll talk about it, I guess, on Christmas Eve or Christmas night. I'm sorry, when he's back. But this is the team to do it against because DTR is. I mean, the the, the passing attack of the Cleveland Browns is non-existent. At least it has been non-existent since, since Watson was out. P.J. Walker, it was a great story when he was an XFL guy, and he's coming, bounce around the league a little bit, and, and he's thrown a touchdown this year. Uh, but if you're going to go against a team that can't really throw the football, uh, okay, you know, maybe maybe you can experiment, and that's a, that's a good time to be thin at safety. Put it well, that they are going to do something different, but here's the life with the Broncos. So just to juxtapose one team from another, the avalanche, every practice, every skate, every practice at family sports is open to anybody. If any you, human, any if human. You, if you are there, you can watch it and whatever. I mean, you know, figure out what you, can't do that at ball arena. There's security purposes, whatever, but you know that they wouldn't mind if you could, I mean, right. if, the, if Ball Arena allowed fans just to watch it, I mean, I, I suppose you could. Family Sports is an open facility. Just go watch it. It's The NHL's not closed for anything. Bednar has spoken about this before, saying, well, what, what are the secrets? What, how are we fooling anybody? You know, the, there's nothing. There is a change, and there's something the Broncos are going to do that is top state secret. I'm not allowed to talk about it. It's going on. It, I don't know if I can even say there's a top secret going on. I mean, that, that might be pushed. Ho, 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 ho. Don't say too much more because I don't want somebody in an orange beanie showing up my front doorstep here in about 20 minutes, man. Hey, so, hey, hey, whoa, 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 whoa. And, and, and if I told you what it was, you'd be like, 
that's it? Like, that's like, so it's, so while we're not allowed to talk about it, and trust me, this is a big deal to not talk about, it's not that big of a deal. Right. So, um, well, how I, long, let me ask you this how long will it take Cleveland to figure it out or to, to understand what they're doing once, the, once they kick off? Five seconds. Right. Five, five, five seconds. It, it won't be that complicated. But but that is the paranoid. But you always want to you always want to throw a wrinkle though. In all honesty, I'll say this about the NHL. Yeah, you know sometimes a guy's going or a guy they're going to switch some things up, right? But you don't want the opposition to know until the game starts. Perhaps you know you you don't want them to know until maybe the guys come on for a skate or maybe you skate an extra guy and one guy's going to be scratched or you don't run the right line combos. To, you know the, uh, the line combos you're going to short. They do they do do that sometimes. There's a little there's a little gamesmanship in that regard. Yeah, there were a couple times. Remember, um, one was with Eric Johnson. Remember when uh, he was supposed to be scratched last year right. and he wasn't? Right. And there was a line combination, and somebody asked Bednar afterwards. And go, he goes, well, how did you know that? And they were like, well, we, we got to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, oh, yeah, you weren't supposed yeah. to know that. And, and, and the NHL, obviously, with the injuries. Actually, that's that's where the NHL is different than the NFL, just to be fair. The NFL actually does disclose specific injuries. At least they're supposed to. Bengals, Joe Burrow. But the NHL doesn't have to do that. So Logan O'Connor has a, a lower body injury. So right. so the NHL is a little secretive with stuff. I yeah, they're, you, you have to specify which part of the body. But, I mean, you know, the which which third or which half. But it doesn't have to be you know, specific to the Well, I always the, wondered with hands. Is it? Is hands upper body or is hands lower body? That's what, what? A, well, it comes out of your arms, so that's upper body. But I will say this, though. I've talked to so many players, and we'll get back to the Broncos, but I've talked to so many players over the years. And if they know a guy is ailing in some body part, they absolutely will go after it. I, I promise it. you. I promise you. They Like, if a guy's got a bad wrist, I guarantee you he's going to get slashed. I guarantee it. That's And that's you know, within the rules of the game. You do it. If a guy's got a bad wheel... Hey, man, I mean, you know, if you want to win in the postseason, you take every advantage you can possibly get. All right. Um, so so just to let you know, have a little fun here. Now, I did tip you off, Moj. I did. I well, I don't know anything. You didn't really tell me anything. You kind of – it was kind of like uh, – I gave you guys a little – Some coach's like, press conference where you say a bunch of stuff, but you don't really say anything. All right. So I'll let everybody know to look. It's either on offense, on defense – or on special teams. Oh, it's one of the three. Okay. One of well, that, narrow, that narrows it down. It's not like, hey, we're taking a new bus to the uh, to the to the stadium, and then you know it's got it's actually you know, it's it's turbo powered. And, you know, the, dude, I'm just laughing about the level of paranoia over there, and it's uh, it's something else, I, man. It's well, something I know else. That, I know you want to keep things secret. I think. Listen, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want anybody looking at my at my practice all week in terms of the opposition. I wouldn't want it. You know, in the end, baseball, baseball, there, there are no secrets because it, 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 you know there are there are none. Hoops, there can be a little bit, in, you know, in, in injuries and that sort of thing. And but in football, there's so many dang nuances, and there's so many players, and there's so many things that you do. I can understand not wanting things to get out. But I also don't understand at times just the level of hypersensitivity to things too, because the opposition is going to see it pretty damn quick, and they're going to and they're going to be looking for something. I mean, they're always looking for wrinkles from the op, from their opponent. So there you go. Yeah. Well, Browns, keep your head on a swivel. Keep your heads on. And Mark, we always wrap up this podcast with a something called "What's on the Shelf." 
And you can look behind me and you can just say, uh, the hell is that? And then I, I describe uh, what Okay, well, let me take a look. Well, let's see here. Yeah, just, uh, uh, I'm not a bobblehead guy. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, I'm going to look around. Well, what's that green, the, the lime green vase up to your right? Your, no, your other right. Your, no, 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 your other right. Up in the corner. Up there in the left. Uh, no, go to your left. Go to your left at the top shelf up there. And the other bookcase. That th- left, 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 left. That cubby hole. No, the cubby hole up there. Oh, over here. Yeah, the cubby hole up oh. the top, the green thing. This? Yeah. These are just a bunch of uh, ring pops. Oh. Do you, you want one? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'll eat that thing. I uh, I thought it was like, to me, I can't see crap. So I thought it was, uh, I thought it was like a vase, like some sort of, uh, you know. I'll give you, I'll give you something good. I'll give you something good. All right, give me something real good. I'll give you something good. All right, you might even know this. Does this look familiar to you at all? It's a fishbowl that where you get a uh, you get a drink in it. Yeah, that is correct. For Mario's yep. in Pittsburgh. Yep. When we, me, Mark Stout, uh, were living in Buffalo, there was like twelve of us rented a jet and flew down for a Sabers Penguins game. And just the way uh, travel was back in the nineties, the flight for the Sabers wasn't ready right after the game. They had like four hours to kill. It was on St. Patrick's Day. So we ended up at Mario's with Dominic Hasek and the Brad May and the rest of the Sabres drinking out of fishbowls after they had beat the Penguins in like 1996 or something. So that is from Pittsburgh, and it has a hockey theme. How about that? Does Mario still exist anymore? I have no idea. <laughs> have you not heard of that? In Because uh, I just assume it, it was right across from the arena. Right well, across the, from where, well, where it was called. Yeah, the igloo. Well, the igloo's dead now. It's gone. It's just a parking lot. We were at the igloo. The, this yeah, yeah, was, yeah. This was at the igloo. But the, yeah. the, the, the new the new arena is the new arena is right across the street, <clears throat> essentially, or just down the street. I should say the brand new arena. It's really nice. But I don't think I've, I mean I've been to a lot of places in Pittsburgh. I don't think I've ever been to that place. But let me tell you this: the reason I know that is because yes, I also have taken a drink out of a fishbowl in the past. So I, I I had a little little inside sense as to what that was. Mark Mosier, special guest. Right on the shelf. What? Okay, ready on the shelf. What? Oh, on your on shelf? shelf? Uh, well, I want to know about the artwork, man. Way up on the shelf. The 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 uh, that uh, up high. Yeah, you're right there. That big art looks like a cow or something up there. It is a it is a cow. All right, what's the story with that? I don't know. My wife came home with it one day. All right. All right. Uh, not, listen, hey, listen, man. Not, not as interesting. When it comes to house decorations, you know what that'd be if it wasn't the cow and all that fancy stuff. You know what that would be? <laughs> that would be an Iron Maiden poster. Okay, if it was if it, if it if it wasn't for my wife. So you know you know what I same with you, man. You hey, know hey, I mean. man. Hey, and on that note, it's time to run run for the hills. Run to the hills. Run, run to the hills. To the hills. Run. run. Kill you a truth. Thank you, Mark Mosier. See you, buddy.